Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. New shipments of children's pain medication will be available for retail purchase in the coming weeks thanks to foreign supplies of the medication recently secured uh, by Health Canada. Federal Health Minister Jean-Yves Duclos said the shipments are equivalent to months of normal supply of analgesics, which is in addition to the increased domestic production of the products. Now, the shipments of children's acetaminophen, which was announced today, are the latest in efforts from the federal government to secure additional supplies of children's pain medications due to a shortage of both children's acetaminophen and ibuprofen uh, that have been ongoing since um, the summer. Uh, today, uh, a pack of Advil, you may have noticed, actually not today, but over the weekend, you may have noticed a pack of Advil was on sale, get this, for nearly $300 on Amazon. It would highlighted the shortage of kids' pain medication uh, due to the surge of respiratory illnesses and, and huge pediatric patient volumes that we're seeing uh, compounded in provinces like Ontario. So today's announcement by the federal government that they have purchased more children's pain medication and they will be available in the coming weeks. Um, it was good news. Health Minister Adrian Dick spoke on the issue earlier today. Congratulations to Health Canada. I think this will, will bring uh, comfort to a lot of parents and it assists us because without that, frequently you get people visiting emergency rooms who ordinarily would not visit them if, those, if that uh, medication was there. And so this is something that we talked about at the Health Minister's Conference last week. We worked on, with Minister Duclos and I'm delighted that they've achieved some success. And I think that will have an impact, a positive impact for parents and children uh, uh, as the supply becomes available. And I'm expecting it to become available in, in the coming weeks. That was Health Minister Adrian Dix. Joining me now is Dr. Brendan Rung, a family physician and Global News and CKNW medical contributor. Dr. Rung, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me, Jess. Uh, let's uh, touch first on this image over the weekend uh, that we all saw on social media. Um, it was a screen grab from a, an Amazon, uh, um, I guess, um, ad, basically selling children's Advil for $300 for one package. What went through your mind when you saw it? No, I was quite disheartened to see it, um, as I'm sure you and many other people were, and it does reflect that um, there has been an ongoing shortage, but also that uh, when these things happen, there is a societal response of panic, and um, when people have a platform like Amazon, um, there is uh, um, an ability to price gouge and profit off of the pain of others, and so it's quite disheartening. Uh, How in your mind did we get here? Yeah, I think this is something that's been going on for quite a while because uh, it was when I uh, was reading up on this, I thought it was actually first the shortage was first identified a month ago um, in the summer, and it's really gotten a lot more attention in the last few weeks because we are have also noticed the seasonal change. Uh, we're going into fall, um, you know, there's been drastic temperature changes the last few weeks, and there's been a lot of circulating um, viruses as well with RSV, the respiratory syncytial virus influenza as we enter flu season and um, COVID, of course. And so with that, we're seeing this um, 
increased need where people would need these fever-reducing pain um, medications uh, at the same time where the shortage has continued. And now, of course, we're seeing the really um, dark side of society, which is um, using this as an opportunity to profit off of others. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to today's announcement, uh, where the Health Canada announced that it had secured a foreign supply of children's acetaminophen and it will be available for retail purchase uh, for parents uh, uh, at uh, local pharmacies in, in the next coming weeks. Will that, do you think, address uh, the challenges that are there or is more needs to be done? Well, I think it will. Um, uh, for this current um, situation, it, uh, it almost certainly will help because um, I think it's important to remember we often do go to online convenience-based purchases, but we should always use, like this to me is an opportunity to use that as a, you know, kind of a gut check is, you know, am I paying a fair price for this? Um, or, you know, can I go to my local pharmacy down the street and get it for cheaper? Um, and so while this um, the supply coming in will help address that, it also does highlight that there are um, recurrent drug shortages that happen, and we've seen a lot of this over the last couple of years, supply chain issues, manufacturing issues, and that it is a, you know, a reminder that um, take things for granted, buy things like in the amount that you need, um, but also knowing that um, overstocking on this can actually perpetuate the supply chain problems. Mm-hmm. Can parents give their children a certain amount of adult medication uh, when dealing with some of their ailments? I know uh, recently we went to Walmart and uh, they were out of children's medication uh, in the Walmart that we're, we went to. Uh, I know my, my colleague uh, Richard Zussman saw the same sort of thing, same weekend in Victoria as well. Can parents uh, rely on some adult medication and can children use that adult medication uh, in some cases? It really depends on what the formulation is, um, because the other thing I think that we take for granted, regular acetaminophen or ibuprofen, if you go into a regular pharmacy, there's actually quite a lot of um, options usually, which we're accustomed to. Lots of different formulations. Some are gel caps, some are tablets, some are capsules, um, some are... Um, you know, even in other cough and syrup medications, which actually have acetaminophen and ibuprofen in it. So we have to be really careful. Yes, if it's something as, you know, a pure acetaminophen um, and there is, um, you know, weight-based guidance based on children and you're able to cut it um, for a regular release, probably reasonable to do that. But then you also have to go into like, can the child swallow tablets um, or not? And or do they need syrup um, um, preparations? And also like, um, just um, in some of these sustained release ones, um, it's not all, It's not necessarily that you cut it in half means you'll get half the dose. So I would definitely, like, if you're considering doing that, that is a, a very reasonable, um, specific question based on the product you're looking at that you could ask the pharmacist or your um, primary care provider. Uh, as a doctor, uh, we're hearing a lot of news, obviously, out of Ontario and some of the challenges they're having with having with COVID, uh, with the respiratory season. Um, what are you seeing right now as someone who sees patients dealing with other doctors as well? What are you hearing from the front lines here in British Columbia? Oh, absolutely. There's pressures on the systems. I mean, one of the um, things that I think hasn't actually been picked up quite 
um, well, uh, um, to no fault of anyone, is that it, it, you know, we saw that last week in BC Children's Hospital, you know, there's a lot of um, attention because uh, the average number being seen every day went up from, you know, 130 to 150 or something like that. So, you know, about a 10% rise in cases, and that was to cause concern of what the downstream impact of that is. But if you look at other populations within the lower mainland, um, you know, I have colleagues that work in uh, the emergency room in Surrey, and their volumes are super high. They've had over 200 pediatric visits every day at Surrey Memorial Hospital over the last week. And that's with a much less resourced hospital um, than uh, BC Children. So I think there are other regional issues that we need to look at as well. Um, for me on the front line, I'm seeing a ton of coughs, cold fevers. Um, when someone presents to me, it's usually quite early in the illness, sometimes on phone, sometimes in person, depending on what the patient's able to do and kind of how we're able to accommodate them in our schedules too. So I think what my important thing is um, to tell patients or mothers or fathers or children too, if they were talking to them, is at the very onset, you might, you probably won't be able to tell whether it's a cold or if it's a flu, if it's RSV, if it's COVID. So what can you do to protect yourself? There's the basic things, which you've heard us say for years on end now, uh, you know, you, you're wearing your mask. Um, in reasonable settings, where reasonable settings, whether when you're out, especially this time of year, it actually makes a bigger impact. Um, you have um, you're using your regular hand hygiene might not be so effective against some of the COVID transmission, but definitely against some of the other viruses. It will if if you are eligible for a vaccine preventable illness such as influenza. Um, um, or COVID right now, make sure you have those up to date. And then um, knowing that a fever um, with um, runny nose, muscle aches, sore throat um, can be a very general presentation. So it, it, if um, you're a child, for example, uh, if you're a parent and you have a young child and you're not sure they're sick, look at their other things. How is their hydration? How is their behavior? How is their peeing and their pooping? And if that's all normal, um, maybe watching and waiting, get it once you have some Tylenol, uh, acetaminophen, use that. And then there, um, look, talk to HealthLink, give you advice, look up on other um, um, sources of information through the CDC public health on certain things you can do to uh, watch out for uh, danger signs for your child. And then if you are worried about something, then take them to the hospital or the urgent care. Hmm. Um, if you take them too early, mm -hmm. there's not a lot that might be able to be done. That's, a, that's the only con uh, risk I would worry about. When do you think we will heat, uh, hit that peak period in regards to hospital visits, uh, challenge to the system? Is it sometime in December, January, generally when we see this? Um, generally, it, it is a bit later when the winter month, uh, months have peak flu usually doesn't happen until I guess, uh, anywhere between December to February. But with the seasons being so uh, unpredictable right now, I actually don't think I have the, the technical expertise to answer that, hmm. um, but I do think that um, it we are in for a lot more transmission, and that we're already seeing that in Canada, and for um, those of us who have been looking overseas, we've actually been seeing a lot of that in the Southern Hemisphere, too. In Australia winter season, they had five times the amount of influenza cases, so we know that the more virus that's circulating in a community, whatever virus it is, or even bacteria for certain things... Um, there will be a, a certain subset of the population that will get hit harder by it. When they get hard, hit harder by it, then they will need those more um, acute services, whether it's the emergency room or getting admitted into hospital. So that's where we need to, you know, take a, a, a look at it from the general public point of view, which is 
is there something I could do personally that could, uh, you know, help myself, help my neighbor, help my family, help my work colleagues? And if we can, then we should just make sure we're optimizing that. Dr. Narun, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. Have a great evening.